Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time, only save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. That's dell.com slash deals. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Stoic Podcast. On Thursdays, we do double duty, not just reading our daily meditation, but also reading a passage from the book, The Daily Stoic, 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living, which I wrote with my wonderful co-author and collaborator, Stephen Hanselman. And so today, we'll give you a quick meditation from one of the Stoics, from Epictetus Marcus Aurelius Seneca, then some analysis for me, and then we send you out into the world to do your best to turn these words into works. As an author, as an entrepreneur, as a creative in this world, I wear like a lot of hats. And that's why I'm excited about today's sponsor, actually from a dear friend of mine, AppSumo, the leading digital marketplace for entrepreneurs, has awesome tools for authors and creatives as well. AppSumo is the best way to automate all of your busy work that comes from running a business so you can boost your productivity, scale beyond your skill set, and focus on what matters most to you. And the great news is that AppSumo is giving away their entire $1 million Black Friday marketing budget to creators like you and me. If you have an ebook, an online course, a template, or any other digital product, this is for you. List your product on AppSumo between September 15th and November 17th. And the first 400 offers to go live will receive 1,000 bucks. The next 2,000 to list a project will get 250 bucks. Just go to appsumo.com slash Ryan Holiday to list your product today. Cash in on this amazing deal. Again, appsumo.com slash Ryan Holiday. The link will be in the episode description as well. Check it out, appsumo.com slash Ryan Holiday. Do this unflinchingly. We've talked a lot about reading here at The Daily Stoic, but it's important to remember what Epictetus had to say. It's not that you read, it's what you read. To study history, for example, is important, but not if one goes through and only looks for the stuff that they like. You have to go through and read and study history unflinchingly. You have to engage with the good stuff and the dark stuff, the glory and the low points, and you have to look at it all with clear eyes. To study philosophy is similarly essential, but not if you only read stuff that you agree with. To study Stoicism is important, but it's important, as we said recently, to look at the failures of the Stoics as much as you look at their successes. The pursuit of wisdom is not always going to be pleasant. That's why Epictetus compared his school to a hospital. It's not always a fun place. You're going to see and feel some unpleasant things. 
but this is all a part of growth. People have done horrible things in the past, including the Stoics. How can we hope to avoid or learn from missteps and mistakes and injustices if we refuse to see them? The job of a book is to provoke you, to challenge you, to be a hard sparring partner. Truth is not your friend. It is objective. It sits beyond us. It does not care about our feelings. So be brave, be bold, be prepared. Read and study unflinchingly. It won't be easy, but it will make you and the world better for that effort. If you want to read more about the Stoics and some of their failings and successes, check out Lives of the Stoics. But I think if you do want to sort of engage in this unflinching reading practice, I do think you should have a reading practice. I recommend our Daily Stoic Read to Lead Challenge. Not all readers are leaders, as Truman said, but all leaders have to be readers. So do check it out. It's two weeks of really great strategies for being a better reader. Check that out, dailystoic.com slash read. It's not the thing, it's what we make of it. When you are distressed by an external thing, it's not the thing itself that troubles you, but only your judgment of it. And you can wipe this out at a moment's notice. This is Marcus Aurelius's Meditations 847. And I'm reading to you today from the Daily Stoic 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living by yours truly, and my co-author and translator, Stephen Hanselman. You can get signed copies, by the way, in the Daily Stoic store. Over a million copies of the Daily Stoic in print now. It's been just such a lovely experience to watch it. Spend more than 250 weeks, consecutive weeks on the bestseller list. It's just an awesome experience. But hope you check it out. We have a premium leather edition at store.dailystoic.com as well. But let's get on with today's reading. Now, this might seem familiar because we talked about this just last week. We have a little story to illustrate the idea. Imagine you've dreamed of a life in politics. You're young, you're vigorous. You've held increasingly powerful positions over the course of your career. Then at 39, you start to feel run down. Your doctors tell you you have polio and your life will never be the same. Your career is over, right? This is the story of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, now widely regarded as one of America's greatest political leaders. He was at middle age diagnosed with polio after spending years preparing for and dreaming of the presidency. It's impossible to understand FDR without understanding this disability, this external thing that said he was crippled, this literal fact, and then his judgment of it that it did not cripple him or his personhood, let alone his career. Though he was certainly a victim of a then incurable disease, he wiped away almost immediately the victim's mentality. We must not confuse acceptance with passivity. There's another story about Theodore Roosevelt. He was told late in life that he was uh, going to be confined to a wheelchair. And he responds to this, ah, okay, I can work with that. So when we talk about acceptance, it's really important that we don't confuse it with apathy or resignation in the sense of how we understand those words. We assent to it, as the Stoics say, A-S-S-E-N-T. We accept it. We say, it is a fact that I am short. It is a fact that I have gone bald. It is a fact that we are in the middle of a pandemic or that you have lost your job or whatever that fact is. The acceptance of that, as opposed to denying the reality of it, living in a world where it might magically be undone, living in a world where you are owed uh, restitution for that, all of that is to waste time. 
but we should focus instead, the Stoics say, on what we're going to do about it, right? When we say it's not the thing, it's what we make of it, meaning we don't control what it is. The event is objective. The event is frustrating. The event is heartbreaking, sure. But what we do about it, that's where we have power. So we focus our judgments on that, on the potential, on the possibility, on how we're going to use it, how we're going to grow from it. This is, I think, what FDR and TR both do. Okay, this is my new normal. How am I going to use it? How am I going to push through it? How am I going to endure it? What advantages are in it, right? We can wipe out at a moment's notice that victim's mentality, that sense of hopelessness, that sense of resentment, and instead, again, focus on what we're going to do, what we're going to make of it how we're going to keep going, how we're not going to be broken by it. That's what we're talking about in today's message. I hope that inspires you a little bit. It's uh, it's nice when these themes line up. We get to talk about them twice in a row. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Daily Stoke Podcast. Again, if you don't know this, you can get these delivered to you via email every day. You just go to dailystoke.com slash email. So check it out, dailystoke.com slash email. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Daily Stoic early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.